Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, um, back with a brand new episode of the Karma Social Podcast. My name's Faneeth, and I'm your friend and host. Um, today, I've got a really awesome, high-energy, high-vibing person on the podcast with me. You will know why I say he's high-energy and high-vibing. Um, he's my good friend. I've been introduced to him by another really good friend of mine who was recently on the podcast. I give you Joe Bellissimo. How are you going, Joe? Good. But you set me up now as being high energy. And so like, where do I go from there? Well, okay. So if, if I start like this and, and people don't think that that's high energy, well, mm. then I'm screwed because I only have one setting. What do you want me to do? The only way is up, mate. The only way is up. You know, just go high, high, <laughs> higher and higher. And uh, we'll just, you know, just, just, we set our own limits, don't we? So, you know. Who's to say? That oh, I, well, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, like, Point heavy, taken. All right, we'll, heavy, we'll take it to 11. Heavy, heavy, heavy bombs has been dropped just straight up. Um, so how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Today's a good day. It's a bit chilly here in Sydney. Mm. Um, but hey, uh, it was really, really hot before. So whatever. Good opportunity to experience the cold. Get my Wim Hof on. Ah, well, see, that's what, you know, Australia, uh, especially the East Coast, that's what it's all about during winter, you know, beautiful one day, magnificent the next. So (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm I'm blessed to be on the Gold Coast and, you know, uh, I can't complain. Um, I I am wearing, you know, um, a hoodie inside the house because it is about 17 degrees. It's a little too cold for my liking. I'm used to, you know, really good 20 plus, 25 plus degrees uh, weather. Celsius is what I'm talking about for my American listeners, Um, not Fahrenheit. (laughs) So, yeah, they must be saying, like, this guy's crazy. And they like 25 (laughs) degrees. And just, you know. (laughs) It's 13 degrees over here. It's 55 Fahrenheit. Mm, Right. A little bit colder here in Sydney. Um, and I just want to point out to, to the audience, hey, guys, this must be riveting because you clearly expected to, to jump on this podcast and the first thing you would hear about is the weather, right? Well, you see that, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag, you know, because um, I have been asked um, a couple of times in the past, what exactly is this podcast all about? And uh, one of my friends, he gave a very accurate description. He told me that your podcast is kind of like an episode of Seinfeld. It's about nothing. And, you know, but it, yeah. it, is, it is about <laughs> and it's definitely a lot of value and a lot of entertainment. I will actually stop, you know, blowing my own trumpet and um, let you actually introduce yourself a little bit more and um, tell people exactly what you do. And, you know, um, just give them a little bit of a backstory, um, you know, what you do, yeah, can do that. how you got, got, got to where you are right now. Yeah, look, um, my baby right now is, is a business uh, growth mastermind that I run. So, um, it might be helpful to work backwards from where that was. So, um, so, so I run this mastermind and, uh, we focus on the one important thing for a business owner. So whatever that person has is their one important thing. We focus in on that. We do that in a weekly mastermind where we use the power of a tribe to apply accountability. Mm -hmm. And we, we do that on a regular basis. So the whole idea is that the people that I work with, um, I've got some really, really great members that are part of this, but uh, mm. what we do together is that we, we work on, on making uh, progress every single week because I firmly believe that, that this business is, is a marathon, not, not mm. a sprint. You, you've got to keep going. Absolutely. Um, 
so that that's what I do. And I, if if I was to attribute how this this had all come together to um, certain books, right? So mm-hmm. I, I like to go back to three books that I would say were instrumental to how I, right. I got to where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is um, uh, the One Thing. And uh-huh. I believe it's either Dan Keller or Gary Keller. The one thing book. Uh-huh. I can Google while I'm doing this. Oh, this well, is fantastic. Amazing. You know, you, you just pretty much like if people who listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, he's got Jamie, young Jamie doing all the stuff and you're pretty much doing the same thing here. Looking up stuff, checking facts on the go. I think I'm lagging in a podcast. <laughs> Pardon? I'm lagging in a podcast. You're that was not me. Lagging. My internet connection is unstable. I that's dropped out right. for like five seconds. Oh, that and that's the Zoom life. I just want to say, like, like, like everyone that's listening right now, that's the Zoom life that we live in right now. Right? I, thought, I, thought, connection. I thought it was just me. You know, people people check out sometimes. You know, people just drop out. Um, <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just saw me standing completely still, not saying anything. You just thought I was ignoring you. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, I, I was lagging. I, 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 yeah, that's uh, that's all. I, I thought maybe one of your um, well-known skill is miming. So. Yes, it 100% is. Uh, and that's a very little known fact about me. Um, on, on the topic of the books, right? So uh, it's Gary Keller. So the one uh-huh. thing by Gary Keller. And, and the, the book itself um, has this really interesting part in there that says um, there's this what's called the focusing question. The focusing question goes a little bit like this. You can paraphrase it a bit to make it work. But fun- mm-hmm. fundamentally, it goes, um, what is the one thing whereby everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? Mm. Right. There's always one thing that you can do in any moment um, or in any week or in any month or in any year, mm-hmm. which is going to have a leveraged effect. It's going to make other things easier and Absolutely. it's going to have the greatest impact. Mm-hmm. And the act of asking that question is how you recenter yourself on the one important activity that you could be doing. Mm-hmm. And so from that book is yeah. the, the, the core foundation of how I run my masterminds, which is right. what is the one important thing for you for this week in your business, mm-hmm. right? And then um, if you think about um, extreme ownership, yes. right? Jocko Willink and Leaf Babbitt, uh, right? Yeah, They're all about accountability, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. And so you, if you look at how I run the mastermind as well, what I do is I'll, I'll um, find out what the one important thing is and mm-hmm. then we'll put that into uh, our software Mm-hmm. And we track it on a week by week basis to find out what it is that you said you would do last week. And then did right. you do it or did you not? Right. Mm-hmm. So I apply accountability yeah. on the back of the one important thing. Right. So that's so another the, layer. Yep. Yeah, two layers deep. Third layer is the fact that there is a mastermind where you can actually connect with other members over the course of the week. Right. And that was um, St- Stephen Covey. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, seven effective uh, habits of uh, seven habits of highly effective, highly effective people. people. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that was to get a mastermind. So the whole Henry Ford thing where like mm-hmm. you don't need to have all the knowledge, you just need to be in a place where other people have it as well. That's, um, that's exactly. In in my world, it's called design thinking because, um, you know, you, you go into, you know, you basically gather all the resources that are in, in your business. Um, yeah. Anyone can be a designer. Anyone can be a person who can contribute to the fact of building an awesome product, whatever that product may be, you know, you probably developing soap, you're developing a car or you're developing a mastermind program. Inputs from every channel within the business becomes vital information. And then mm-hmm. it's, it's for the chief architect to know what, you know, you need to put together and plan. So yeah, just, just sort of deviating a little bit. You know, this, yeah. A lot of big companies right now uh, that I know of are adapting to that uh, style of thinking. 
especially after this uh, particular situation in in um, the COVID nineteen, where people have been forced to work from home. So, the buzzword that we I'm going to use, which I have refrained from using, pivot. People are pivoting. <laughs> so, I like the pivot word. Why can't we say pivot? Oh, it's overused, right? It, it, it's, I think it's one of the words like um, triggered that has been used quite a lot. Pivoting is also right. another word, you know. <laughs> You're absolutely triggering me. And, and, and the outcome to this trigger is going to be you making a pivot using the phrase pivot, okay? I think, I think we can settle that this is the best outcome. Absolutely, absolutely. We could, we could definitely, you know, like I said, it's, it's just a bit of an inside joke that has been carrying um, through episode one, maybe episode two of this season. Pivot, the word pivot has been become, you know, has become one of the massive, you know, sort of overused words. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about I'm about to pivot. Yes. Um, and I'm about to say, okay, well, those are the three um, books that I attribute um, learnings from that, that actually got me to where I am to, mm. to this moment, to running yes. masterminds like I do. And I said I was going to work backwards from this, right? Yes. So to work backwards from this, then we go what I was doing before I was doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ran masterminds as well, mm-hmm. right? I also ran masterminds, but I ran them in self-development. Right. So I am... and and. and <laughs> Um, it's funny that I say this, I'm a certified life coach, right? Uh-huh. Who absolutely hates certifications. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I got accidentally certified because I went to a, a wonderful event, um, by, by one of my uh, mentors, Calvin Coyles. And mm. he, he had, um, this NLP, uh, program that also right. included, it just so happened to include certification in life coaching. And I thought, mm-hmm. okay. I did like I'm one of those guys where I think the certification doesn't mean shit. Like yes. seriously. Yes. Um if if you're good at what you do, you'll do it. Absolutely. And in an industry like coaching, um, it's more about you being able to have, have the confidence and certainty and the skills and and the the gusto to just go and do stuff. Absolutely. Because right. when you're when you're doing um personal coaching, like life mm-hmm. coaching, or you're doing business coaching. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, the biggest barrier to success is just taking action. Absolutely. And so what a lot of my clientele are, are really buying into mm-hmm. is they're buying into the fact that I have knowledge, right? So they can appreciate mm-hmm. that I have expertise and experience in certain spaces. Mm-hmm. But what they're really, really buying, if you peel back the layers, mm-hmm. is that they're buying that sense of certainty and confidence that I can instill in them so that yeah. they can take action because exactly. they'll solve their own problems through action. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if you want to learn how to do a podcast, yes. the best way to, uh, to learn is to screw up a couple. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Pathway, right. Mm-hmm. Same as webinars, same mm-hmm. as doing ads, same as um, doing private reach out. Like I, I've, I've had conversations with, with uh, members about doing private reach out on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and the questions go along and say, Oh, well, what, what do I need to say when I'm chatting with someone on LinkedIn or how do I get people to book in with me? Yeah. Uh, and I just say, well, first of all, be yourself and then ask them to book in in your calendar. And yes. you see what happens. Yes. Mm. And then what doesn't work, you can pivot. Go on. <laughs> and, what, and what does work, you'll be fine with. But at the end of the day, you'll probably find out that a lot of the things just work that you didn't think were going to work. Yes. You just needed to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really big on just getting people to do it yes, um, or do something. Because indecision, and, and one of my, um, one of my uh, former mentors, uh, Vlad, who, who turned out to be my accountant? Um, he, um, yeah, because g- g- um, I'm only I'm only quite young. If, 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 yes. if people can't see me, but I'm 31. Yeah, you um, don't look, um, you know, any day over 16, so it's all good. No, yeah, not not quite, not quite. I'm in my 30s. Um, 
but I'm, I'm young enough that that my accountant was actually one of my mentors mm. um, from way back when. And um, one of the things that he said is that people uh, lose more money through indecision than through bad decisions. And you just yes. got to do something. Right? Exactly. And I'm really yeah. big on that. Mm. Um, so I pivoted away um, from <laughs> talking about, oh, oh, you're so screwed. You should have told me that you didn't want to use that word. Like, it's, you, game over. it's game over. Well, it's, um, it's, not, it's not just me. You know? it's, it's, it's sort of, like I said, it's, it's an inside joke. Um, I kind of run this secret bingo. So each time you use that, you're giving away points to people. So, you know, you, who's okay. But well, what, what do they win? Nothing. <laughs> it's, you know, points, to, points don't matter. You win nothing. You win just, you know, gratitude and, you know, love. And it's, it's all about the love and connection. So. I feel like Wayne Brady on whose line is it? <laughs> or Colin well, yeah. Mockery. Yeah. As a side note, I'm not going to say pivot, but as a side note, yes. um, Colin Mockery is on a, a program, um, an online website called hmm. Cameo, and you can pay 100 US dollars, and Colin Mockery will do a, a shout out and a hoedown for you. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. So, I have no idea like how many people here are fans of whose line it is. Is it anyway? Like 90% yeah. of you are probably like, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> but it's a really cool show. It had Drew Carey on it. I don't know if mm-hmm. Drew Carey's still popular or not. I think he got in trouble I for think, some stuff. Whatever, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, Everybody we, gets in trouble for something these days. Oh, well, yeah. That's that's another a whole another discussion that we, you know, we can get into. Or we oh, can that's a deep one, right? That's a deep stay, stay clear of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Okay, I will. I will. So what I'll do is no. I'll, I'll go back. What are we talking about before? Because no, no, I was yeah, coming to Colin Mockery first. Let's let's finish Colin Mockery. Um, oh, Colin Mockery. Um, yes. Yeah. So you just you just pay some money and he he um he'll do a cameo and he'll do a hoedown. Like okay. that's it. Like you just pay some money. You can do the same thing with um uh, Abdul Karim Jabbar. Yeah. Um, and a couple Kareem, of other really Kareem famous Kareem people around there as well. Um, the guy from from Seinfeld. Speaking of Seinfeld, the uh-huh. uh, no soup for you guy. You uh-huh. can pay some money and get him to say no soup for you. Is like that- a private shout out. Okay. You can, say, you can say, karma social. No soup for you. <laughs> no soup for you. Like okay. You, yeah, you could you could make him do that. All right. I actually I don't know if they if they do any because that technically might be advertising, but whatever. We, yeah. we let, let's go back on track to what we were talking about before, right? Yes. So um I said that, that technically I'm a certified life coach. Mm-hmm. And that that look, to be to be real honest, I, I really do enjoy um life coaching, right? Yes, it's something okay. that, that I have so much it gives me so much energy it's so good it's so much mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. um the difference that you can make in people's lives is amazing I, I wrote programs that i've got coaches that now implement for me right right okay. so I, I i'm i'm embedded in that space right I, mm. I've, I've actually got um stuff that i do there however i don't i don't treat the life coaching as my baby because i i, I feel that supporting business owners mm-hmm. it, it and and is basically half the time is life coaching as well because a business owner's oh, mindset defines how successful they are. Absolutely. Right. Um, so I decided that it was important for me to uh, to to stay in the business coaching space, but also mm-hmm. I would still be doing personal coaching. It just so happens it's just under a different banner, right? Yes. And that's yes. just full disclosure as to you know what I actually end up doing mm-hmm. when I when I do this. But mindset, beliefs, but how do we get past things? How, how do we get you in the right headspace? Yes. How do we get you into action? Well, that's what mm-hmm. stuff is what I do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the, the life coaching side of things. Yes. Um, I, I started a mastermind before that, 
mm-hmm. where um, it was life coaching. So the idea was that we would, it still runs today, actually, right? Okay. Um, but I, but I, ha- I actually have mentors that run it for me, right? Mm-hmm. So I've got life coaches that have I had met through creating the program that stepped up and they actually helped people. So it, all right. from within, it was an amazing mix, right? Um, and what we do is we do basically the same thing, but we just ask the question, what's the one important thing in your life, mm-hmm. right? Whether it be in your environment, in your, um, for your mindset or spirituality, whether it be in your physical health or your diet, whether it be in um, your relationships, your money situation, or with regards to your purpose, mm-hmm. what is the one important thing whereby everything else becomes easier or unnecessary? Or what's right. the, the big thing that's going to make the most difference for this week in your life? I mm-hmm. was doing that for, um, for individuals. Um, right. And that was really cool. That's how I got the experience to know how to run a business mastermind. Mm-hmm. I ran a self-development mastermind. Right. right? not knowing that it would that I would I would be turning to business masterminds after that mm-hmm. but the fact that I had created a personal development mastermind actually demonstrated the business skills required in order to grow create and run the business yeah. mastermind so it was sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> where, where it just fed itself yeah um so that's how I uh, so we're now two layers deep of how I came to where I am now. Right, yeah. <laughs> let's feel another layer back. So before before another, you start, another one. Yeah, oh my god. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's like I said, you know. Don't, don't you just you, you decide how deep down the rabbit hole we we have to go and I'm I'm just basically the facilitator here so you know. Right. Mate, right. now if we go if we go back one more level, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, look this is true of a lot of people keep going back and mm. the rosy stories stop being so rosy. Right. Yeah. So I'm, well, I'm not here talking. Really. Not really. No, well, I, in a lot of circumstances, you, you'll find the, the, I guess the tragedy that made the person, mm-hmm. right. Cause a lot of, uh, a lot of the times it's a negative experience, which, which motivates people to really, really go for it. Right. Absolutely. Cause yeah. negative things are hardwired to be bigger motivators for human beings than positive things, right? Absolutely. We, pain, we run pain away definitely. Yeah. Pain definitely is a major driver for, you know, yes. the, yeah, for a lot of people. Um, so 100%. I'm, I'm not 100%. necessarily trying to just dig down to that, you know, um, side of uh, you, whether there was pain and thing. It's not too late. We're going to go there. Okay, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's... <laughs> Gloves are hey, off. Hey, audience, hey, audience, let's... it's my show now, okay? <laughs> let's let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> <laughs> now I am the voice. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> um, uh, if, if we go one layer back from there, um, what we find is we find that I was unsuccessfully running masterminds before mm. I got I got into where I was. Um mm. And, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you how that works, right? So UPW 2019, mm-hmm. all right? So when you're listening, if you're listening to this in 2020, guys, it was last year. Yeah. Um, when you're looking back at my old content in, in 2030, okay, when, when, when I'm a multi-billionaire and you want to find out um, what I said on Karma Social back then, um, <laughs> this, this is currently 2020, guys, okay? Um, uh, so the year, the, year, <laughs> the year of the do-over, yeah, the do over year, the one where it's like, <laughs> can we get this one back and start again, please? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we, we go to 2019. Yes. And um, I decided that, that um, I was going to share some of the experiences I learned in 2017. So I went to Tony Robbins in 2017. That was my first mm-hmm. one. And 2019 was my, let's go back to Tony Robbins. And this time, this, this time let's go bring my fiance in mm-hmm. and let's get her to experience what I experienced because she thought I was a freaking weirdo. Yeah. She's like, well, <laughs> you come back from the seminar and, and now you're thinking different and doing different things. What the hell happens to my fiance? And then, <laughs> um, 
I thought, okay, well, if I bring her to Tony Robbins, maybe she'll get an idea of what kind of psycho shit I went through. <laughs> and then she'll... The Kool-Aid, hey? <laughs> yeah, she's going to drink some Kool-Aid with me, join the cult, you know, yeah, we'll hand yeah. over our checkbook, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, so it's 2019, going to UPW, and I'm like, okay, if there's one thing I know that would keep positive momentum flowing... Mm-hmm. It's masterminds. Because back mm-hmm. in 2017, I ran a mastermind too. And I'll talk about that a little bit later mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But this is 2019. And I said, okay, I know how to keep people motivated. You put them in a group and you get them to meet once a week mm-hmm. and you get them to talk about what's important for them for that week, right? So this mm-hmm. is before I had any real, real structure to this. Mm-hmm. I just thought, okay, uh, I know I can I can get people to meet up digitally and I know I can keep them um, positive. Right. Um, because if, if, if you, if you go to a, a seminar like Tony Robbins, you can get mm-hmm. very buzzed up and then you can just fall back to old habits pretty quickly. Yes. Usually within about two weeks, I find that people just go back to, um, if you can see me putting my, my quotation fingers up, um, <laughs> in, in, in two weeks, it normally goes back to normal life. Yes. All right. Um, but I know that that's not the case if you get people to communicate and, and become accountable to each other. Right. So mm-hmm. I said, okay, I'm going to add as many people as I can from um, the Tony Robbins um, seminar. I'm going to add them to my personal Facebook and I'm going to engage with them. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to create a a private Facebook group. And every Sunday night, I'm going to go live on there and I'm going to invite people up to come up on camera and we're going to talk and chat and we're going to um, do literally live life coaching and talking about what their one important thing is for the week. And this this was back Mm -hmm. when it was just me. where I didn't have a team of people doing stuff. It was just me, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And what I found was we... We, we kept the momentum going. So I had about 700 people in that Facebook group and I would normally get like 10 people for mm-hmm. the first couple of weeks, 10 to, uh, 10 to seven to 10 people I think were, were showing up. Um, and then I saw this, this, um, this attrition where they would, they would slowly drop off. And then oh, after, yeah. uh, after about, about two months, mm-hmm. there was only one person that would show up. I ended up getting like one person that would come up online and, and be part of it. Right. right. So, um, what I, what I, the lesson I learned from that is that I could have all the best intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes down to creating real impact, what I hadn't realized was there almost always has to be some kind of business behind it. Right. Yeah, and this applies to charities as well. Right. Charities mm-hmm. have to be run as a business, as a corporation in order for them to do good. There's got to be some organization around it. Absolutely. Um, and I realized because I wasn't doing it as a business, people weren't showing up. Mm. The amazing thing was that all I had to do, right? All I had to do was run a trial. I ran mm-hmm. a trial and I said, for everyone, I'm going to charge a dollar a day. That's $7 right. a week to run a mastermind. And mm. I went from a one, or it was actually 0.5% attendance mm-hmm. rate. It skyrocketed to 80. Wow. Okay. Well, I had 80% attendance and mm-hmm. I was making so much more impact, right? Mm-hmm. In my, in my um, personal development mastermind than I was when I had 700 people that didn't show up. Mm. What, and I, what, I just, if you were to put, put a finger on one thing, what was it that attracted people towards that sort of model? Look, people are generally attracted to it on the face value because they're looking for, um, if they've gone to a seminar, they want mm-hmm. to continue the journey. They want to hang out with other people that are like that. They don't want to go back to normal life, right? Mm-hmm. They want to keep that buzz going. So mm-hmm. that's the face value attraction. Mm-hmm. What keeps it going is a constant energy exchange. Yes. And there has to be some kind of energy exchange. And what I've realized is it's really easy to do an energy exchange when you start putting monetary numbers on things. Yeah. Right. 
I'm, I'm finding out like, like the difference between how much um, a program costs for me mm-hmm. is the difference between the level of commitment from the client. Right. And the level of commitment is often what defines how much results they get. Because yeah. like full disclosure, I just want to mm-hmm. tell everyone out here right now, mm-hmm. the, the results that audience, listen to me right now, the results that you get in anything are 100% dependent on your input and, and you actually committing to it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why someone, someone can go to Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. right? UPW, their lowest level of program. They could go there yeah. and they can change their life or someone could spend a hundred thousand dollars and join the platinum partners program and yeah. still live the same life. Right. It's, it's what you choose to get out of it. And what I've, what I've noticed is one way to that, that, that is associated with someone choosing to get something out of something is the more money someone pays for something, the more they expect out of it. Therefore, the yes. more they commit to it, the more they go into it, the more they get. And yes. it's just it's this funny animal that yeah. sort of says, if I, if, if I charge too little, mm-hmm. um, even if I deliver the same product, the results will be poor because yes. people won't be as committed to it as they would have been if they had paid more money. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I want that to go out to the business owners out there at the end of the day, if if you can charge more money, charge mm-hmm. more money because it will actually raise the quality of the result for your client. Yeah. Not only just from their headspace because mm-hmm. they'll expect it to do more and therefore they will be more invested in it. But right. also most people pay for perception. Yes. Like if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're paying for a BMW to make yourself feel good, yeah. um, well, yeah. it's going to make you feel good. because for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But that's the idea that you choose to put behind yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yes, it'll wear off. Yes. Um, but when you, if, if you spend more money on something and mm-hmm. the intention behind that is that the, like the idea behind it is if, if you are going to commit to it, mm-hmm. that the more energy that you put into it, the more committed you are to it, well, mm-hmm. the more commitment results in better results. And therefore the whole thing just comes together and it becomes a better experience. Absolutely. Like some people will just appreciate their BMW because it costs more, even if it's not yes. better than a Kia. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I understand that. Well, and let's see, as long as we are on this topic right now about, you know, charging more in my personal experience, you know, for my services that I uh, render to clients uh, when it comes to design, um, if I've set a price which is higher than the average market value, um, two effects that I have noticed. Number one, it just sort of filters through all the clients that I don't want to work with. That could be problems in the future. Secondly, I am just attracting quality people who are committed and they want to grow and just, you know, take their yep. business to the next level. So I, I, I assume it's, it's basically the same sort of ideology behind um, the coaching and, you know, the develop, self-development industry as well. Because yep. obviously you, know, yep. you, you wouldn't want to charge um, something completely wrong. You do a better job. Mm-hmm. because you filter out all the clients that weren't committed, yes. they were actually going to give lots of friction. They were going to frustrate you mm. because they wouldn't show up to meetings or exactly. they'd constantly reschedule or they wouldn't do the things that, that they needed to do in order to give you the right content so that you yes. could do your work. Yeah. Right. That means that that energy that went into them no longer goes to them. It goes to a higher paying client. Yeah. Right. And therefore Absolutely. the quality of your service goes up. And if the quality of your service goes up, then it matches the price that you were charging anyway, exactly. which means that it once, once again, like we discussed before, self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. It's value, right. value propositions also and self-fulfilling prophecies. Definitely. You know, I, I hundred percent agree on that with you. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm just thinking about BMWs. Wow. Which, which is BMW. your favorite BMW? I'm not, I'm, 
Wait, wait, before we go way. before we go into that, we just want to point out that Karma Social is open to sponsorships from BMW, Mercedes, or Bugatti. Oh, um, absolutely. We I am. Definitely. <laughs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind. Uh yeah. um, or Ferrari. Ferrari if they if they find it interesting. Uh, more more rather more rather go Bentley than a Ferrari. So Bentley, okay, cool. There's lots of <laughs> options on the table for us. Let's think abundantly. Um Favorite BMW, if I was going to say what my favorite one would be, which one do I most enjoy? Depends. For, for performance, the new ones are awesome. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, the classic is is really the old E30. Mm. I had a 19918 um, automatic. All okay. the BMW fans will be like, oh, automatic, what a piece <laughs> of crap. And it was a piece of crap. I can tell you that right now. But it was um, your piece but, of crap. <laughs> yes, it was my piece of crap. It was my, my BMW box, right? Um, Really cool car. I just, just, um, I think they just look really cool. They, they don't make cars like that anymore. But which, mm. um, it was really nice to own one a car that was literally one year younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> one year younger than me. That was pretty cool. So yeah, I, I like the BMW E30. I think they're a really cool car. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm personally not a BMW, um, you know, guy. I prefer the counterpart, an Audi. <laughs> Or definitely, you know, Bentley. Bentley is the aspiration. That's where that's where I will get to very soon. I know that for sure, you know. And that's I'm putting it out there to the public right now. We will be there. <laughs> so, you're putting out the public out there because Bentley should be providing a, a absolutely. Car. They will be. They will be definitely. So, you know. um, if you're listening. Bentley marketing manager, or for the Volkswagen Automotive Group. Um, this will cost you much less than your diesel emissions. Um, <laughs> just send this to me in a Bentley. Um, yeah, yeah, just, still, just, still just, cheaper than a lawsuit. <laughs> just, just give us both a car each and um, we'll help spread the good word, you know. Just get more people totally. in there. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, and, and, and the audience right now is like, what are these guys talking about? But you know what? Um, sometimes you just got to ask. Okay. Well, absolutely. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, see, and that's that's what it is, you know. I, we definitely go on a lot of different tangents, and that's that's where you know that you are speaking from the heart, and you know, um, you're having a real conversation. Unlike um, a lot of people who just have scripted, you know, sort of interviews, one-on-one interviews, um, predominantly in the mainstream media. I'm not bagging the mainstream media, but I think that format needs a bit of overhauling now. Um, you know, and that's the reason why podcasts have become so popular because it's given a voice to everyday people. You know, any anyone who has a headset, a computer with internet connection, definitely, you know, can just jump on there and add value. And now I'm saying that, and uh, just don't take it in the wrong way that if you can do something, you should do something. What do you think about that? Because you know, the reason why I'm asking is because you know. A lot of people in in the self-development industry have attended one, maybe two or three events. All of a sudden, they just go, I want to change the world. I want to become a coach. And I want to change (laughs) lives. I I, I really don't actually see so much of a problem with that, right? Mm -hmm. Because, look, um, my biggest issue when it comes to um, self-development is, is the certification thing. Like mm-hmm. if you can do something to do it um, mm-hmm. is when like, Oh, I can get another certification. I should do it. 
or I can go to another seminar, I should go. I can get more education, then I should go and do it. Um, I look at I look at things and I say, hey, what's your end goal in mind here? Right. Mm-hmm. So if you were to ascertain what your personal values are and then what your vision would look like based upon those values, mm-hmm. right, which would, which would be a sustainable values based vision. This is part of what I do in, in, in my work. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would say, is the next thing that you're looking to achieve actually going to get you closer to what that vision is? Then the I might thing. ask. Yeah, yeah. And then, then I might ask, okay, great. Even if it does, is it the quickest way for you to achieve that? And, and I, I'll give you an example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Social media advertising. I've mm-hmm. been having a, a lot of a lot of conversations with people about uh, social media. Yep. And there there is things like the social media algorithm, which will um, like like on Facebook. If you mm-hmm. get lots of likes, it means that you're likely to get more likes from other people because Facebook will serve your content up in front of people, right? Mm-hmm. So there's this whole algorithm that that decides whether or not you're going to get um, eyeballs on your on your content. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that people are encouraged to do is to go live regularly, to post regularly, to interact, to do lots mm-hmm. of things like this in order to, to make Facebook appreciate them and say, hey, I want to get more eyeballs, more eyeballs on your content. Mm-hmm. The more people see something, more people want to buy it, right? So mm-hmm. it's all about selling yourself as, as a coach, let's say, or a consultant or any other knowledge-based business where going out in mm-hmm. front of the camera, it's going to keep people to know you. Now, this is something where... Um, if you do that, like if you do enough social media posting, enough reach out, enough communication with people, mm-hmm. you will make money. I mean, because Absolutely. at the end of the day, like people will buy from you the more that they see you. Mm-hmm. But then I, I ask the question, I say, okay, is that the most effective way to get to your goal? Like what's your goal? Like if mm-hmm. your goal was to make $10,000 a month so that you could mm-hmm. resign from your employment and do it full time, mm-hmm. I would be inclined to say that that getting the social media algorithm to appreciate what you do is not the fastest way to achieve that, nor okay. is it the most efficient, mm-hmm. right? What it is, is the most, how should I say, I don't want to say reliable because it just isn't, yes, but it absolutely. would be, it would be the, um, probably the cheapest mm-hmm. it's the most time intensive but it's the cheapest way to do it okay because right? you 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 create this machine where like okay if i'm putting up posts regularly i'm nurturing people and then at the end of the day people interact with me and then um i'll start getting clients to pop through and it, it becomes really well lubricated mm-hmm. i post once a day i get five leads a week i close two leads i make xyz money just starts accumulating yeah it, it, it's it's systematic. It comes across as understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, you do one thing, you just keep doing it over, over and over again. So it, it's something that would gra- a lot of people will gravitate to. Yeah. But I asked the question, okay, if your goal was actually to make $10,000, mm-hmm. um, let's say that your product was $5,000. Mm-hmm. The quickest way to make $10,000 in that month would be to sell two clients. Yes. Okay. If you sell two clients, how might you do that? Well, you would probably want to talk to 20 clients, right? Yeah. If mm-hmm. you talk to 20 people, one in 10 of those people is going to buy from you if you're mm-hmm. good at what you do. You might not be good at what you do. You might not have a compelling product, which is a whole different story, right? Mm -hmm. Which is what you're talking about. Everyone wants to be a coach after they go to two seminars. It doesn't mean that you're good at what you do. We'll talk about the marketing aspect before we lean back into that. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're, uh, the quickest way to do it will be to talk to 20 people to 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 direct reach out to them to talk about what you do to say this like this is what i i do with my clients and my prospects yeah. i'll go there's there's four ways that this conversation can go number one you're going to love what i have to show you and you're going to want to buy from me right yeah. that'll be a great yeah. outcome mm-hmm. the second outcome is that you will like what i do you may not need it but you might have some friends that do and you'll introduce yeah. me to some people because you'll detect how genuine i am with this and how good this this product is mm-hmm. and you're going to want to tell the world about it right that's yeah. the second outcome mm-hmm. the third outcome is that you might turn around and say look 
um, I actually want to work with you on this. And I think that we could create a product together mm-hmm. and we could go to market and we could do some great stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. That would be a fantastic arrangement. Yeah. Right. The best arrangement of them all. Number four, mm-hmm. you'll turn around and tell me to piss off because you think I'm crap. Yeah. Right. But you'll give me some great feedback in the process and I'll mm-hmm. understand exactly what you would be looking for what if I was the kind of person that you would want to deal with, right? Yeah. So uh, th- that's how I approach conversations, right? Mm-hmm. If you have that conversation with 10 people, one person buys. Yes, absolutely. Or they refer you on to someone else or they become a joint venture partner, Yeah. right? Or if they, if they piss off, you just learned how to, to serve the next person in the next conversation yeah. better mm-hmm. because they'll tell you what they don't like. And right? the word that we're going to use there. Sorry? I said, the word that we're going to use there is after having that conversation with the bad customer, you pivot. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, pivot or, or you acknowledge that not everybody's going to like you, right? Yes. And no, yes. not everybody has to like you. Your tribe has to like you. Yes, right? absolutely. Right. Um, and not even that, people don't even have to like you. They just have to respect you enough to want to buy from you. Right. That's mm. another thing as well. It's not that important mm. to be liked. It's important to be respected. Mm. And you get Absolutely. respected by, by being transparent, by being heart-centered, by being honest, um, and delivering quality stuff consistently with integrity. Right. So um, that's, that's, yeah. that, that's that year. Um, but, but really, like, if you wanted to make $10,000 into your goal quickly, if your goal mm. was 10000 so that you could then resign from work, well, then go reach out to 10 people and sell one of them. Yeah, that's it. You don't need to be posting every day on Facebook and going live to do that. Yeah, you probably have enough connections on your LinkedIn profile. If you just messaged everyone, you'd yeah. have enough conversations. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the you know it's, it's it's a futile sort of process where you're just posting, 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 and not actually um, taking the action or t- having the courage of reaching out to people and yeah. telling it, them it, what it, you have to offer. Yeah, so yeah, that's, it's getting away. It's hiding. It's hiding away. It's hiding your gifts from the world by by. by it seems like you're out in the public on a Facebook post, but they just you could have just messaged people. You could have you could have done like like what I encourage my clients to do. Right, mm-hmm. I actually encourage paid lead gen. Mm. I just turn around and I say, look, if if you believe in yourself, mm. why wouldn't you go and pay some money for lead gen? Just yeah. pay five thousand dollars to get leads. So that mm. when they interact with you, let's go through some scripts that we're going to talk them through. Let's go mm-hmm. through some outcomes and let's put them on a customer journey yeah. and they'll buy because that's what a business does. Mm-hmm. A business doesn't decide to post on Facebook all day long. Absolutely. Coaches decide to go post on Facebook all day long. Yeah. Businesses yeah. will pay someone to do the work that they're not tooled up to do, which is lead generation. And well, they're not scared to spend the money on it. That's, that's kind of you know, bringing to a topic of thinking uh, as a business owner or a business operator. Because uh, I think um, what I see from you know the sidelines, a lot of people who are in the coaching industry, majority of them think as a business operator rather than a business mm-hmm. leader. There are very few people, handful of people that I know personally um, that are looking at things from a completely different perspective. You know, uh, mm-hmm. not even talking about the likes of you know Tony Robbins or Gary Vee. These are personal people that I know, everyday people. And um, it's it's very interesting to know um, their perspective. Um, hopefully, you know, people who listen to the podcast, they are able to learn out of this because I've, I've had those people on the podcast uh, with me before. And, um, you know, mm. um, so that, that has been one of the things that I completely understand, you know, you're going from a different mindset rather than just balancely just, flogging your product across to the client, which, you know, doesn't go that well, to be honest. Um, you can do that, but it doesn't come from a hard space. 
if you know what I mean. It gets lost too. Yes. Like the messaging is very lost. Like I have, I have so look, I've got so many people on my Facebook that, mm. that are, are probably, they're, they're probably amazing and they probably do amazing coaching and mm. they're fantastic, but I just scroll past it. Like it just, yeah. it's, I'm desensitized to it because uh, there, there's a lot of stuff out there, which is like, it's cash 22 because sometimes it does work and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes yeah. I'll encourage my clients to give it a go uh, because it's all about trying things at least once, yes. right? There's no point in, 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 in not trying stuff. It doesn't cost any money to put Facebook posts out there. So maybe your Absolutely. audience will respond to go give it a go. Um, yeah. But I look at stuff where, where it's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm looking for X, Y, Z number of people to achieve uh, X, Y, Z result in the next mm. X, Y, Z days. Mm. And I just think I can totally tell that that's not, like I can tell, like I know that someone just told you to do that, yes, and and, and that gets me. Even though I know that it's effective and it's a good message, yes, I just get turned off from it. And I think yeah. a lot of people are, are are feeling the same way as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you got to read read the environment and read the room, um, you know, per se, on how you're pitching your product. Now uh, we'll just leave these discussions uh, at the moment, uh, park it on the side. Um, I just want to go back and address um, something now. Before you got started in the industry, you know, in terms of helping businesses or helping coaches or, you know, self-development, um, how, how did it all start for you? You know, when, like, after, after those, reading those two books, was there any, you know, sort of pivotal moment in your life that, uh, you know, just assured and affirmed that, you know, this is what I want to do and uh, that's the way for it, you know, forward for me? Yep. Yeah, so, um, uh, end of 2017 is when mm-hmm. everything, everything started, Every, mm-hmm. everything, um, uh, when everything went shit and when everything started, right. Okay. So there's, there's, there's a period of time between 2017 and 2019, mm-hmm. um, where a lot of different things were moving different parts. Right. Mm-hmm. So if, if we look at the end of 2017, mm-hmm. the, the thing that first happened was, um, the book, the one thing was introduced to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, another another former mentor of mine, Michael Janamian, um, actually introduced me to that book. Right, so I read that mm-hmm. book. Um, then I decided to read a couple more books, including Extreme Ownership. I don't think yeah. at that point I had read uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That wasn't quite in mm-hmm. my uh, radar at that point. Mm-hmm. But I read a couple of books. I read about five, and then I went to go see Kerwin Ray. Yeah. Uh, for those who know Kerwin Ray, really, really fantastic mm-hmm. um, in the business space. He, he's a he's like the Tony Robbins of Australia in business. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really, really cool guy. You should look him up, right? Mm. Uh, Kerwin, if you want to sponsor the podcast as well, please do. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> if you want to sponsor me a K2 Elite membership, please do, Kerwin. All right. We'll do um, that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I'm even know what I would do with K2 Elite, but I'm just like, I just want it because it sounds cool, right? I think yeah. it does great branding. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about branding also because that's, that's, you know, my, up my alley because that's what I do. That's <laughs> a genius. Um, yeah. So, uh, I went to Kerwin and, and in 2017, I, I was, I was, uh, in a business partnership for a business that did, um, automotive software, right? So mm. we would make cars go faster. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm a rev head. I, I love cars, right? Mm. Not as much as some of my friends, but, uh, I like them. They're pretty cool. Uh, uh, So after I started developing, my relationship with my business partner started to collapse, Mm. right? Um, Which I can understand. I mean, like if you went into business with someone and that person completely changes in the course of like three months, you would be 
you'd be pretty like, mm, I don't know what's going on here, right? Because yeah. people don't want to work with unstable people. And yeah. I definitely would have projected uh, a, a, an air of, of, of instability. Yeah. Um, even though it was in a positive direction, even though mm-hmm. I, was, I was looking for greater accountability because I was dissatisfied with the level of accountability within our organization, hmm. even though I was looking to focus on important things because I was dissatisfied with the lack of focus within the, within the business. Hmm. Um, I could totally see that, that there was instability that was being projected. Right. And as my eyes opened and I started seeing the inadequacies in the organization that mm-hmm. I had actually been fundamental or instrumental in creating, right. um, I started to have a lot more friction um, with, with other members of the business. And mm-hmm. what had eventually happened was I'd reached a, a, a tipping point where I, I, got, I lost my shit. Right? Mm. I don't normally lose my shit. Hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not the kind of guy that that gets angry and um and that yells at people or anything like that. But I, I lost yeah. my shit just because of the um the the sheer incompetence and and absolute lack of accountability that I was dealing with. Yeah. And who was I really angry with? I would have been angry with myself. Like like seriously, yeah. The, yeah. the people that <laughs> I chose to deal with. These were processes and products and stuff that I was working with. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I did my best in what I could do, but I did not lead. Yes. If I was a better leader, then mm-hmm. I would have taken the company on a, be- on a better journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so after I had a, a bit of a blowout, I, I woke up in the morning to find that, that the accounts had been emptied out and uh, I had uh, lost my email access. Mm, okay. uh, and the next thing was, was, was the lawyer's letters, right? Right. So you got to think as well that if, if someone's that quick to do something like that, th- mm-hmm. there's more behind the scenes, right? Yeah. So this, this, this is all in, in, in the short term looking really sketchy, right? Mm. I'm, I'm losing an opportunity worth potentially millions of dollars yeah. because we were, we were about to, to open up something that was going to be very lucrative. Uh, there was right. a, the next phase of the business was going to be very lucrative. Um, like realistically that that's probably a million dollar loss mm. um, from, from what had happened. But mm-hmm. there's a big, but that business did not succeed without me. Right. So, so in reality, what's happened is that I have actually um, protected myself. Right. So, mm. even though even though we've had this 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 separation, right? Even though I've I've been basically kicked out of my own company, mm-hmm. um, I didn't go down with that ship. Right. I still had to deal with some of the the blowout. Right. Mm-hmm. The, 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 immediately after, just imagine that that you've lost your income source. You still have debt that you've taken out to finance that business, yeah. um, and you've got a pregnant fiance, and you're moving into a new apartment. Mm. Who then gets into a car accident? So, like when it when it rains, it it really pours. Um, just just take a step back. Did you, <laughs> you you did you get into the car accident, or was it you no, know uh, he did? He was pregnant. He, he got into a car accident. Oh wow! No, my okay. fiance. My fiance. So, yeah. so just imagine that, that I've got no income anymore. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got this, this huge amount of debt that's, that's weighing on me because um, I finance big parts of the business, which I now have no in- income to come in to replace, um, the, to pay that back. Mm. Uh, we move into a new apartment, which we now can't afford. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then just to top it up, she gets into a car accident driving to come help us unpack. Oh God. Okay. Right. So like, some bad shit just starts to happen all at once. Mm. All right. So it's like, Oh, okay. All right. Um, and me pre Tony Robbins don't really, I don't really have the equipment to be able to deal with this sort of yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Right. I just don't have the tools and resources um, and the mindset in place in order to deal with that. So this, this hit me pretty hard. I did Tony right. Robbins after all. Mm. Um, so we come up to, to Tony Robbins time. Um, and I, I've been out of work for, for uh, about, 
month and a half, two months at that point, I think I had been. Um, lucky I, I bought the tickets beforehand. I, yeah. Uh, so that was something that was already lined up, thank God. Um, we're, we, we were going to run out of cash. Like, seriously, mm. I was coming down to a point where we had, like, at, at, the, at the worst point, I had about um, about 30 days worth of um, money left before it was going to be it's going to be too late. Like, mm. oh, well, we've run out of money. We can't pay bills. Yeah. Um, but I went to Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. And that was the start of, of something. All right. So that was, that there was a little bit of a, a thing that started from there. Mm. That's when um, a couple of things started to go in the other direction. Right. So right. I, I was in a, I was in a pretty dark place, like mm. not being able to support your family, yeah. um, running out of money, mm. um, not having any real sense of purpose anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I was pretty badly depressed. Right. Mm. For a couple of months, I was pretty badly depressed. Um, but the positive that came out of all that was like after going to Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. I met a whole bunch of people. In fact, I, I I had done a similar exercise that I did in 2019 where I added lots of people and I connected right. with lots of people. And I, I actually mm-hmm. started, um, I started having people over right. once a week and we were doing this in person where we were talking about important things in our lives and I was okay. tracking things with them and I was was working out, okay, well, what's the best way for us to, to, to keep growing together? Mm. And for three months after Tony Robbins, I had this group of people that stayed with me. We called right. ourselves the 1%. And we uh-huh. just kept staying positive and it was really, really cool, right? So that was my first taste of Masterminds in 2017. Mm, like I right. did something. I didn't realize what I was creating at that point, but I, yeah. I had done it. Um, so this was a, a moment where I started realizing that the people I was hanging out with was a, a, a fundamental or foundational factor in how I was going to live my life and, and what was going on. Right. So right. I was like, okay, now they've got all these people around. I kind of feel better. Mm. Okay. I feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I started doing like the Uber, right. Yeah. Of all things. Right? Yeah. The Uber. Um, and so money wasn't as bad, right. Money yeah. was starting to come in. I, I was hanging out with different people. It was, mm. it was getting, better and more positive. I was reading more. Um, I was losing weight. So there's a whole bunch of really positive things that were happening. Mm-hmm. And what I would say, there was one moment above all else, which, which was the pivotal moment, which if you could, you could put your finger on it, you could go like, okay, great. That was the yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Everything started to make sense. Um, and this was after a time when I had, um, I'd, I'd started reading a, a book by uh, John Gabriel. It's called visualization for weight loss. Yeah. Okay. It's a really cool book. It teaches you how to use the power of, of visualization, the power of thought mm. in order to help you lose weight, to exercise more and to have a better diet. Right. Now, uh, what they do is every, every night you listen to a visualization and that visualization um, is something you go to sleep with. And mm. when you wake up, you should start making better decisions. Right. Um, uh, spoiler alert, it works. <laughs> um, so, let, so let's imagine one of these days comes up. I've, I've been listening to this book for like two weeks. I've been listening to visualizations for, for that, for that two week period. Mm-hmm. Um, it's daytime. My fiance has gone off to work. I'm, yeah. I'm at home. I'm like, okay. Well, you know what the convenient bit about is about being at home. If I need to service the car, I can mm-hmm. go service the car. Yeah. So what I do, I go service the car. So I book in, I go down to the local and we've mentioned this brand before Kia, mm-hmm. okay, Kia. It's not BMW. Uh-huh. right? Um, remember that I'm dealing with it with a whole bunch of debt. So I'm not driving a BMW. I'm driving a Kia. <laughs> uh, well, you know, they, they have picked up their game recently and uh, we are definitely open to sponsorships from Kia as well. So Kia. yes, um, my <laughs> fiance um, sock would like a, uh, Kia Sportage. So mm. if you guys want to hand us a Kia uh, Sportage, I'd, I'd love to accept it. Thank you very much. 
Um, <laughs> so uh, I go down to the local Kia dealership, which is really close to our house at this point or the apartment mm-hmm. that we're living at this point. Um, and I drop in the car off and uh, I go, okay, well, I'm ever on the corner, guys. When's the next courtesy van coming around? Mm-hmm. And they tell me, oh, it's going to take about 15 minutes. And then a mm-hmm. quick check on Google Maps says, well, it's a 15-minute walk. And so mm-hmm. I thought it doesn't really make sense. It actually take me longer to get home by the time I wait for you guys and then you guys drop off other people and drop me off at my house. Like, yeah. I'm going to save some time and I'm going to go for a walk, right? So yeah. I kill two birds with one stone. Yes. So I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Actually, uh, what Pauline says is feeds <laughs> two birds with one seed. It was... Um, it, it was my friend Sean who introduced me to that um, saying, and that's why oh, really? I, I introduced that to Pauline. Yeah, so, and you used that. Okay, cool. So, see, so see? complete circle, circle, circle came back to you. Um, yeah, so we were feeding, I was feeding um, two birds of one seed. How would you do that? You have to cut the seed in half. Like I think logistically, that that really sounds like a pen in the ass. Never mind, back on track. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's 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 a thought that counts right now. Yeah, so I know, I know. <laughs> I'm being an <laughs> asshole. Don't worry. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so what? Um, so what happens is I uh, I walk back and um, <laughs> I get to the I get to the gate and and then a feeling of absolute dread just falls right over me like a dark wave. I'm absolutely dreading. I can't get in the house. Like I can't get through the gate to be able to get upstairs into the lift, right? Because it's 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 all secure complex. Yes. Why do you think I can't do that? Because you left the keys behind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I left them in the car. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But here's what happened. That feeling of dread that came over me. Imagine purple. Just imagine a whole bunch of purple coming up from your belly over your head. Yeah. Right? That, that's that's how I best describe that feeling of dread when it comes on. Mm-hmm. Um it only lasted half a second yeah. because I, I, I had learned something about choosing the definition of things and, and deciding like the Tony Robbins taught me this, mm. that life is happening for you, not to you. Absolutely. And, and I had always been um, like, even like speaking of Pauline, Pauline, who's NLP trained, she was always correcting me on language. Mm. And, and just like, like one of the things about that was like, how do you reframe something? How do you take the pers- reframe the perspective of something where it's it's not something that's negative, but it could be a positive, right? Yes. And she was doing a great job of helping me with that. And then I had Tony Robbins, who who I had learned that from as well. And it was just in that moment when something happened, I I got that feeling of dread. Um, and then it started. It normally what I would do at that point is I would be like, okay, well, what can I take out of this that this that's good. I would have to think about it and actively work out like what it is that, that I can take from this as a positive. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to, it only took half a second and my autopilot just instantly pushed the, 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 the feeling of dread back down and quickly identified that, Hey, um, you were asking to exercise and be healthier. Um, you just turned a 15 minute walk to a 45 minute walk. Right. Because what's the belief system? If I forgot my keys, I'm stupid. And I mm. forgot my keys. Yeah. Right? That's the actual, if you flesh out that thought process, I forgot my keys. Mm. Um, the kind of person that forgets their keys is a stupid person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'm not stupid. I'm smart. And I don't forget my keys. I've purposely left them behind. Intentionally <laughs> chose. Yes. Yeah. And that's right. So yes. I was, I was instantly reframed internally. Yes. And, and this is when I knew shit was, was, was on point. Yeah. Um, Part of my language. I shouldn't say shit. Oh. Sorry, children. 
Um, <laughs> well, you know, um, the, the children that I was referring to at the beginning uh, are basically people who are, you know, kids at heart. So, yeah. <laughs> so, got it. I got it. Okay. All right. Don't say shit. Don't say damn. Don't say the F word. Um, <laughs> so what So what? What really happened in that moment is that I, I actually, it clicked on and said, okay, well, this mindset stuff really works. Mm. It is something that you can um, embed into your physiology. It is something that can change the way you think at an everyday level. And therefore, mm. that moment of thinking a little bit different, that half a second of, of change in direction in my thoughts, that pivot mm. um, to a better place. Um, yeah, for those of you who can't see the you camera, had to, you, had to, you had to sneak that smile in. Smile on him right there. Yes, yes, I know. I did that on purpose. <laughs> um, I realized that that led me to go and, and, and be healthier for that day. This was programming that I was putting in my head through visualization, through neuro-linguistic programming support from um, Pauline, um, and from visualization that I was listening to, right? With the intention of reprogramming my, my mind to be healthier. Um, that would be the moment where I can say that I, I truly believed. I wasn't just sort of telling myself mm. that this seemed like a good idea. Yeah. Um, that's where it was like, I've now been, it's now been demonstrated. Right, that's, that's the point where God has touched you, right? That's, if you're a person of faith, you know that that, that that's when the, whatever you believe in, mm-hmm. whether it be higher power, greater intelligence, God, um, yes. any of any of the above, um, that's when you realize that it was it was you were a conduit for it. And I now believe that was my moment. That is fantastic. Now, for people who are on the similar path, you know, um, just basically trying to discover themselves, and you know trying um, to change the old pattern that they have, uh, what advice would you give them? I would say educate yourself. Mm. Educate yourself. I, I would start with, with books because mm-hmm. that's what happened to me. It just Because it was a long journey. Like You, yeah, you start absolutely. out with books. You start educating yourself on different ideas. You start to become open to ideas and then you've got a responsibility to educate yourself with the right knowledge. I mean, like anyone can eat right food. People. Yeah, you can eat food, but you can eat unhealthy food, right? You could read yes. books, but you could read rubbish. Yes, and absolutely. so educate yourself, open up to things, hang out with a different quality of person. But you see, the thing is there, there are too many moving parts there for anybody to get their head around. Mm. You're just not going to get your head around it. The thing that you've yeah. got to get your head around is that it all just takes that one step, that first forward motion. For me, it was reading. For a lot of people, yeah. it'll be reading. For yeah. other people, it might be stop hanging out with the stoners. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. It could be stop hanging out with the people that eat crappy food. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That could be just step one. And then mm. there's a billion other steps beyond that. But until you make that first step, right, which is not actually that hard. Like if you just think about what could I be doing better in my life? It'd be so easy. Just start, like, like, could I exercise more? Yeah, mm. I can exercise more. Just start doing that. Yeah. Because if, if, you, if you start that, oh, my boy's yelling in the background. Hi, Max. Uh, <laughs> uh, if, you, if you just start with something, It'll, it'll go in the right direction, but yes. a lot of people just don't start. They just yeah. don't do anything. So this is all too hard. I don't know where to start. It's like, well, with anything, just, just do something. 
Absolutely. We've come, we've come full circle. We've come back to the one thing, you know, we started the podcast uh, with the one thing. Um, I think it's fantastic. You know, we can actually wrap things up on that particular high note because uh, we are on uh, a time limit and uh, we will be running out of time. I would definitely love to talk to you so much. Um, and I extend uh, an invite to you whenever you are free, whenever you like. Definitely, you know, we can do it. We, I'd love to do this again. Um, before we wrap things up, um, anything else that you'd like to add? Uh, I'd like to extend a, an open invite to um, anybody that's interested in self-development or in growing their business. Mm. Um, come hang out in one of my masterminds. Um, like, look, honestly, the way that I look at this is um, I'm going to tell everyone about it. Mm. Um, I'm going to be straight up and transparent and say, Hey, these aren't free things, but yes. nothing in life. That's really, really great from a business perspective is going to be given away for free. Absolutely. There's always a business. Model. So I, I just make it clear to everyone. They're not free things, but hmm. um, I have to know if the kind of people are going to be suitable for my masterminds as much as they got to figure out if I'm the suitable uh, mentor to have for them. Absolutely. So I always look at this and I say, Hey, come have a look because mm-hmm. you'll get one awesome day at the minimum or you'll get a lifetime of doing business with me and us growing together on the other side of it. So, so there's only, there's only two fantastic outcomes out of this. Absolutely. So um, I just look at it and I say, Hey, if someone wants to come hang out for a night um, on a Monday night, six thirty and eight o'clock, we run these masterminds. Mm-hmm. And uh, where do you run these masterminds? What was that? Sorry. Where do we run the mastermind and how can people find you? Oh, it's, it's on zoom. So, okay. um, best way to do it is to go to elite resources.group, which I reckon we'll just put in like, you can put in a link or an email. I will or definitely put, I'll definitely put in the description of the podcast. Absolutely. I want, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll I mean, give coming, you some coming straight up from your, you know, from your mouth, you know, this is your time to shine, promote, plug in, you know, shameless plugins. Welcome right now. Shameless show plugins. <laughs> show me the money. Everybody show me the money. Show me the money and I'll show you the money. All right. That's the whole yeah. thing. Let's be abundant. Right. Um, I, I am not shy to, yeah. to sell my product. Right. Absolutely. I'm not shy to tell you to come and join because, and, and unashamedly, you, mm. you come into my program. Some of you are going to buy. Some of you are not. Mm. Right. It doesn't make a difference to me at the end of the day. As long as I get the chance to contribute to people's lives on that night, mm. then I've still achieved what I enjoy doing. Right. So I, I don't have a, a way to lose here. So I just want to encourage everyone, never be shy to talk about your product and never be shy to, to go out there and push it. Because if you really believe in what you do and you know that it adds value to people, uh, well, people are going to want to buy it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So go out there and put yourself out there and go make lots of freaking money. And then Go use that money to do good things, and and right. then Invest in the economy support people. Do then stuff. then go and support you know uh, a good friend Joe. You know he's definitely a wealth of knowledge, and um, yeah, he's it's been a fantastic time talking to you. It's it's been over an hour fifteen right now that we've been speaking. Um, Has it? That, yeah, I know it's 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 so so magical that you know you go on so many different tangents. We spoke about a lot of lot of different things, and mm. I absolutely love love that. Um, I think we can definitely wrap it up on this particular note, you know, definitely finishing it on a very high note that what we started, we have, okay. if, if I do say so myself, we've maintained the energy. If not, we've basically taken it up a notch and, um, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I hope everybody enjoys, uh, you know, listening to this and I'm pretty sure they will. 
and uh, yeah, get in touch with Joe. Um, he's got he's got some fantastic insights that he can help you with. Um, Joe, it's been a pleasure, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, fantastic. Thanks for having me, all audience. Right. You all freaking rock, and just remember that you are abundant and you are enough. Bye, everybody. Bye.